Welcome back to Hood Delights. I'm your host, Nia, and for this episode, I have two authors, Monica Waters and Tiki. These two ladies came together for a book crossover, Divine Love, which tells the story from the female's point of view, and All I Want Is You, which tells the story from the male's point of view. These two stories will leave you thirsty for more. Mr. Sexy Frank, this episode is dedicated to you. Okay, so we're going to talk about this crossover series that you ladies created that I fell in love with. Yes, ma'am. And how yes. good it was. So, T, your book that you wrote, Divine Love, is from Divine's point of view. And All I Want is You is by Monica's point. Well, you wrote it, but it's from Solo's point of view. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. So yes. tell me how you guys created this because, you know, it's an insta love story. Solomon, the male character, is an actor in Hollywood. He's A list. Divine is a, you know, a PA. She goes to work for him and things just like take off from there. You're like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> Roller coaster. Very quickly. <laughs> So you um, so you gave a warning at the beginning of the book that most authors do, and I never pay attention to it ever because I'm like things like that don't trigger me. But this book triggered me in a way that, like, clearly I'm not living my best life and getting the best it possible. <laughs> because when I read this, I was like, yeah, I'm missing clearly. What I'm doing is too vanilla because this book was hot. <laughs> and I made sure to put it in caps. Lewd sexy. Very. I didn't put mine in caps. I didn't put mine in caps, but I made sure to mention if this ain't your get down, this might not for you. Right. It's. I feel like it should be for everybody because it was just so good. So, how did you guys come up with this crossover? Well, <laughs> this is what our fifth. That was our fifth or sixth. Wait, no, that was our sixth. Was sixth one. Yes. Yeah, sixth. Can y'all still hear me? Yep, I can. Boy. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was our sixth. So oh, okay. the storyline came from Tiki. She came up with the storyline pretty much. You know. Um, the male character is an actor and this female character is going to be his personal assistant. And then we just went from there. We started developing 
our characters. So pretty much I found the inspiration, the character inspiration, and then kind of built from there that, you know, he wasn't always um, in the business where he came from, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm sure she did the same with hers. Uh, basically, that, that's how mine did, too. Um, she started speaking to me, and I went with building her pers persona first, I think I could say. But she did show me what her physical appearance should look like. And then once I got, I guess, when it just hit me, I found her actual physical inspiration. But yeah, we basically, I started with the plot and we let the characters basically do their thing. And it came out great, obviously. Thank you to everybody who thinks that. No, it it did come out great because... Even though it's the same story, you hear it from both sides. And what you don't get in one, you get in the other. Like when you read from Divine's point of view, you get Solo, you know, you get Solomon in it, but there's a lot of things that are left unsaid. Like when she's going out, well, what is he doing in between those times? Him and old girl, she's mentioned, but what kind of history do they have? Like, clearly you can see something is there. I thought personally, okay, they've worked together. They probably had like a little chemistry, but I didn't know it was like that until you read from his point of view and, you know, they were talking before him and Divine like started to be a thing. They were going to go out on a date and I was just like, girl, why are you in the way? No, we want, they about to be something. <laughs> Yeah, she had them disappeared on him. Yeah, like she ghosts, and he had to move on, and I'm glad that he did. So, Monica, solo. Like I told you before, like I'm not with the whole grill in the mouth thing. Like that's not me. I'm a New Yorker through and through. Like it's cute. Like oh, that's nice, but I'm, I would never date someone that would wear top and bottom. But now I'm reading from Texas, and I don't like it. I either. don't like it. I'm just like, <laughs> no. I don't have a favorite either way about it, but Divine loved it. <laughs> I she did love it, I and mean, I loved it because the whole snatch out and the way that it was described in her point of view made me like it. I'm just like <laughs> this nigga got swag. Like, I just, I didn't think that I was going to like him. I thought that he was going to be stuck up. He has a dual personality. Like. Yeah, he really does. Because I thought, I didn't think that I was going to feel him. Yeah, he could be stuck up, you know, if that's what you want. He can be rude. He can be a freak. He can be almost anything you want him to be at that point. Because it's like he, his true personality was hidden in the beginning. So you think he's just a bougie, stuck-up jackass, you know, yeah. and then he... my first impression, and I would tell you, there was times when I was writing it, and he would say some mean shit, and I would be like, divine, oh my God, he just cut to the core. <laughs> yeah, he was like that in the beginning, about how he was so, like, his routine was just so on point to where just, like, he needed his... Breakfast made at a certain time. His tea, he needed his Hennessy, his cigar. He needed this. This is how it was done. His roles that he picked, you know. 
you guys destroyed it. Yeah. And T, I'm pretty sure this probably came from you since you like steam wrote this whole situation about him only picking strong roles. And I liked how you did that because he just wasn't going to be acting in any role just because. Actually, that particular credit goes to Monica because she came with that and I loved it. That was her trait for him. And I, I really appreciated that about his character. The fact that he knew who he was he knew what type of roles he wanted to play, and he knew what type of roles that Hollywood, quote unquote, loved to make black people play. Yeah. So I really ended her with that because that was all her on that front. So kudos, fish. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I really like that because there's an age difference between the two. But me as the reader, I didn't really feel feel that like he never made divine feel like a youngin like when you date an old nigga they try and make you feel like oh you young you don't know nothing about that but i never picked that up from them i think it was because it it wasn't that significant of an age gap Mm -hmm. i mean what with like 13 years so i know just from me and my sister me and my sister are 10 years apart and Pretty much, you know, we kind of vibe the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, if you couldn't see us, you couldn't really tell the age difference yeah. in our conversation. So um, now if it was a 20-year age gap, then yeah, you, you'd be able to tell for sure. But um, I didn't want it to be too awkward. I mean, there were those moments where, like with the um, the Black Tie event, the cancer um um, benefit where where he was like, okay, this age thing maybe because of how she responded with Nadia. Yeah. So that I think that was the only time the age difference came up. Yeah, because he was low with it. Like he never liked too much attention. Right. And then too, I also think it has a lot to well, not think because I did write it. But it also has a lot to do with the fact that if you think about it, she says that she was drugged all over the world with her parents. So you think about that, being homeschooled and all this, you don't really get to be around your peers too much. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I think it kind of made her like an old soul that right. kind of connected to him. Right. She was around our adults all her life. Yeah, because she did make it a point to tell him, like, when they started messing around, that she was still learning things at her age, that she probably should know just, like, certain things. Like, oh, I didn't go out, you know, watching this or listen to this type of music because here I was traveling around with my parents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that too, also adds to her, her bubbly, childlike, you know, kind of, like when she gave him, for instance, when she gave him the gag gift, that spoke to her childlike personality. Because although she's fully mature, fully grown, 
you could still catch those little childlike moments with her where she was trying to loosen him up. And in turn, I definitely think that was good for him because it loosened him up a little more. Yeah, because he didn't have those moments as a kid. Right. You know, his, his childhood was mainly you do this, 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 you don't do that. You know, it was mainly walking that straight, narrow, you didn't have room for error, no time to play, you know, kind of thing with his dad. So it was more like, right. okay, at a kid, you learn how to be a man now, kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, they kind of were the yin and yang for each other mm-hmm. because he is very much the business professional. We got to get this on time. We got to get this schedule set. I don't like not knowing. And she was very much what he needed, the carefree, look, let's just do life type of person. So they kind of balanced each other out for real. Yeah, they did. Because even when they crossed that line, she was still working as his personal assistant. And she was still like about her business, getting him, you know, the roles. Because even when that whole thing went down and he lost that role, she was grinding for him to find something else. Like she had to call in a favor with her dad to get him, you know, something because she kind of felt bad. Like you over here, you know, risking your reputation for me. And I like how strong she was. And the whole thing that happened at the bar with Kadeem, Kareem, what was that loser's name again? Because I didn't like him. I don't like him. He's, he's not. Yeah. It's not necessary to remember this. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how, like, he was tripping. And then she comes in the house face red because he done smacked her. And he was like, mm, you're not about to put hands on my sis. Mm-mm, not on my girl. Nope. Mm-hmm. He went in. When I, 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 that scene where he was caping for her, he was like, nope, no, nah, sis. My favorite part about this scene was when they got there and he sees them. He goes like, you know, this woman, you know who this is. And when he lays him out, he sits down, waits for the manager and tell the manager to bring him a Hennessy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Now you just laid this dude out. You know, they call it police. But, you know, you chill about it. Gonna bring you my Hennessy. Yeah. I mean, my drink. The other thing that I loved about that scene was that's when you started to see how much they just could not take being away from each other. Because the vibe was acting like he was going to jail for years. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> like, he was going away. <laughs> that was funny, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of scenes, tell me your favorite moments in this book. Ooh. Like, do you have like a standout? Um, I like, of course, I like the sex scenes, but I really like the dramatic moments. And for me, those moments that while I'm typing, I'm literally crying or something. That's that's like my moments. I could feel my heart. It feels like my heart drops in my chest. And for me, that moment was when he was fighting his brother. Yeah. And 
they were yelling and going back and forth with each other and 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 at the end of that scene when after his brother dies and he goes in the house and he's like sitting in that tub and she brings him the drink and he just takes it and throws it at the wall that was that was my favorite scene i think even though it was depressing i think that was my favorite moment because yeah, that was very it, it really, no. yes yes it gets to you i like those i think i had two favorite scene. My first favorite scene was the elevator scene. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. because it was like the the passion and the you the emotions came right off the page. Every time I read that scene, I it was just off the pages and I was like, Oh my God, this is lit I remember texting her when I was reading through it and like this this <laughs> elevator split, you know <laughs> because it was like it wasn't even the fact that they were basically for the first time really touching each other. It was more so of the way they were speaking to each other, the way like her, their whole body language, the way it was described was so great and you felt it. My other favorite scene had definitely got to be the wedding. Oh my gosh, the wedding was my scene. I loved everything about the wedding. Well, let me take it a step further and say that whole part from the time they got to Miami to the wedding, oh, everything. That was everything to me. Um, I like those scenes too. And um, but what I want to talk about is some of my reviews are like, they say I love you too much. And I just want to clarify that. Um, when you encounter something so powerful like they had, mm-hmm. you can't help but mm-hmm. express it. You can't yeah, help it. You can't help but express it. And I can say that from experience when I met my husband, when once we fell in love, it was like we couldn't say it enough right. to each other. So it was like every yeah. time we talked, it was, I love you. I love you too. Nah, you don't love me like I love you. You know, we did that. And that's what I felt from them. Cause it was like, they had to express that love every time they talk to each other. So for somebody to say, oh, they said, I love you too much. To me, it, it seems like, okay, you haven't experienced their level of passion yet. Yeah. I didn't, you saying that. I didn't, um, you saying that. I didn't even pick that up when I read, the story. You talk, I'm like, wait, what? They did? I didn't even pick that yeah, up. If you, if, the way I see it, if you didn't feel like they said it too much, then you're good. You felt that kind of passion before. Yeah, and, I, I just uh, like the connection that they had. Like, I'm not the insta love you know, kind of girl, depending on how you write it. I'm like, okay, y'all just met. Why are you so open for this person? But just the way, and I think it's because you guys did it two separate books that I was able to experience both sides and how they both felt. It didn't seem so instant to me the way that, you know, it was portrayed or maybe how others received it because I just love the passion that they had for one another. Cause you know, like he was the old head kind. I mean, he's only in his early forties 
And, you know, Divine made him feel something he's never felt before, which was refreshing as a reader to experience that. To speak to that point, too, um, to speak to that point, too, to me, when people read this, they forget the reality of life because the reality is when you first meet and fall in love with someone, you're all gushy-gushy, flirty-flirty, lovey-lovey, and that is where they were. Like, people keep forgetting that you're reading from where their love began. That's what you do. Like, you do that when you meet the person you know you're going to be with because you want to be with and everything in you tells you that this is my person that's what you do you, you express that love and when people say they said I love you too much like that's what it is in the beginning when you find your one and even years later whatever so I don't necessarily feel like they said it too much I just feel like they are showing us that they are in the throes of something new, something that they found that they both have obviously been looking for. Why not tell each other I love you every chance you get? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm team them. But <laughs> my favorite part was from Divine's point of view, when they finally, you know, started doing the nasty and anytime that he pulled out his dick and her mouth watered and she was like, I don't even want to fuck him. I just want to suck his dick. And I was just like, so I understand. I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> yeah. And anytime that he pulled his dick out of his shorts or his sweatpants, I was all for it. And I was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then that whole like tucking the lip and the teeth thing. Yeah. I. The- <laughs> it got me every time. I was like, this nigga is fine. And he a tease. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I gotta get me one of them. I think that the beauty of them, as far as their passion for each other, was the fact that it wasn't like just physical or it wasn't just emotional. It was everything. It was all consuming. So it made her, I guess, feel that way all the time. Like it was just, if I had to describe it, I would just say that even with the asshole in him, Something about him pulled at her to where she knew that everything about him is mine to enjoy, mine to love, mine to have. And I think that's where that came from. Now, keep in mind, I'm a person who gets uncomfortable writing love scenes. (laughs) But I let her do her thing. I let her have her way. Say what you're going to say, sis. I got you. When you when you write those steamy sex scenes, do you have to get into like a different mindset? to write that? I do. I don't. I do. I don't. Because no matter what mindset I'm in, I'm always going to be feeling awkward. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I do. I'm always going to feel awkward. It and has. I do. It's like keeping in somebody's window to me. Nope. I feel like it's almost like it's me. So it's like I'm getting ready for the moment. 
And if I'm getting ready for the moment, I can't have all kind of chaos going on in my house. So it'd have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'll have, I have a playlist, particularly for those moments. And I'll put that playlist on. And then I sit here for a minute and let it kind of play out in my head how it's going to go. And then I type it. But it has to be quiet other than the music that's playing. Otherwise, I lose it. Yeah. Yeah, I do get the music because I let, because I feel so awkward and weird. <laughs> I let the music help me. Like, I let it help me. Like, whatever the lyrics are, I kind of let it take me to where I can let her speak freely because I feel so awkward. It seems to work because, you know, nobody seems to tell me that the scenes that I've created are awkward. So, obviously, it works. But I definitely do... Love scenes are my least favorite to write, if I'm being honest. But hey, I've learned after experience of writing that you just got to let your character speak because it comes off more authentic to the reader. Yeah, because there was um, a lot of sex in both books to where I felt like I wanted more. Like, (laughs) I... I couldn't um, get enough of the two of them and how much they enjoy just like being and then the physical aspect. Because sometimes like, you know, like when you read like an erotic novel, sometimes it could be too much. And I'm just like, okay, can we get like some dialogue here? Can we get something? Mm-hmm. And I felt like you guys, you know, had a good amount of both because it just wasn't these two people that met and fell in love. Like they both came with baggage and it was just, they had more to them than just, you know, them being two attractive people and doing the do. Cause like, and Monica, in your point of view with Solo, I had no idea what kind of background this man had like Mm. I would have thought that he was privileged being his you know his taste in the finer things in life with the cigar the Hennessy the tea everything (laughs) I I would have never known that he came from the bottom I would have never have done that and with Divine you would have thought that because her parents were these Hollywood people that she would be stuck up but she was down to earth like she knew okay just because my dad is who he is and my mom is who she is I still gotta get out here and grind like being a personal assistant wasn't beneath her she knew where she wanted to go and how she had to get there you know right she was more down to earth than he was yeah (laughs) She really yeah, I, I love your sense of that. And, and to speak to that, it, it just, when he first went to her parents' house and was like, yo, this ain't how I used to live. And it just spoke volume to how they both came from very different places. I'm glad you peeped that because when he went to her house and saw how big the house was, and he was like, man, when I was going on, my house could fit in this house. And mm-hmm. the, the, way, the way she was so nonchalant about it, mm-hmm. let you know that she wasn't a stuck-up bougie chick. She walked him through her house like, oh, this is just normal. Like, I ain't about to make you feel away. It It was perfect. 
for what you just said. That was the perfect um, example of your assessment of that. Yeah, I, I just love when people get together and it makes sense. And this whole crossover just made sense and it was, you know, done beautifully. I recommend everyone go out and read them in order. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, because y'all... And that wasn't, that wasn't even our hottest crossover. You think it was a lot of sex in that? Not at all. Savage Heart and Shawty, you for me? Oh my lord. They were crazy. Listen. Listen. <laughs> exhausted me. Exhausted me. So if you ever read Shawty, you for me and Savage Heart, go read it. Because them two, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I mean, it was a so. Lot. I literally had to list that one as an urban erotica. Mmm. I literally had to cut scenes. She cut scenes. I was like, listen, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this. I left them all in there. <laughs> I'm like, look, come on, bro. Lark, listen, relax. Relax. Oh, she I'm had the milk. Back and read that. Yeah. I yeah, had the female. I had the, I had the female character for that one. Is it ever difficult to write from a man's point of view when you write stories like that? Mm, I prefer it, actually. Mm-hmm. I'd rather... I prefer to and the, re- the, reason, the reason I prefer it is like the readers, of course, my readers are women. And they give the women such a hard time. In, in the books, oh, why she do that? Oh, why she do this? You know, she was oh, she was yeah. weak. She was this. She was that. But the man can f up all the way around, and they will still love him. Right. So it's so much easier and less pressure for me to write from the male point of view because he can do whatever he wants, and they gonna still love him. But the woman, she she have to be damn near perfect. The woman for them to like her. That's true. I think I like writing from the male perspective because, for one, and you know, it might not be a great thing that this is the case, but it is its reality. Men in books, like, they get to let it hang. Like, whatever they want to do, they get to do. And on top of that, like, I know what it is to be a woman. I know what it is to feel a woman's emotions and how a woman feels. It creates a bit more of a challenge for me when I write from a male perspective. And I love, 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 love being challenged. So I love writing from male perspective for that because I'm like, I don't know men like that. Like I can't get into their head and their heart, but when you use what you've seen and what you've learned and people rock with it, it lets you know you onto something. So I love the challenge of writing from a man's perspective. Especially especially when I get women in my reviews talking about Emory is Bay. That's from our other crossover. Like when I get all those, I'm like, yes, I'm doing some shit right here. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I feel like when you can gain a book bay, you've done your job especially a book bay that's not with some bs you know 
Because you know how it could be, like y'all, like y'all was saying, like the woman has to be perfect and this, this, and this. So when you when you have a male character that you can just like lust after, like I've been giving my nigga the side eye for days, like you're nothing. <laughs> what's wrong with you I'm just like like I was telling my best friend the other day and I was like you're gonna be single forever and I'm gonna be miserable because these niggas in these books they don't exist (laughs) (laughs) they don't exist she I told her to read her book that's your escape, though. Like, yeah. that's your escape when you get to read, you know? Yeah. That's escape the realization that you, in reality, that might not necessarily be the case. <laughs> yeah. Because when you can have, like, a reader, like, stuck on your character in a book, you've done your job. Because I'm the type of reader to where, like, I can hold a grudge against an author for doing some shit that pissed me off. Like, you done gave me Solomon. Like, now I come in the house from work and I don't have Solomon. I'm like, I need you to go away. You, you need to read this book. All these tendencies that this man had and come back home. Yes. She's so funny. Even though, like, him and Divine got the happy ending, you know... I feel like I want more from them just because I just love their chemistry. But clearly I have to go back and revisit because right now Solo is my favorite, but you tell me about these other crossovers, he might be knocked down. <laughs> so I kind of go and discover <laughs> some new definitely, ones. Definitely, definitely may still be your fave. But you'll find more faves in the other crossovers. I promise you. I don't promise know because you. last time that we spoke, yeah, because last time we spoke, uh, Monica, you were telling me about your new series you have coming up. There's a season daddy, and then T, you have one that has a youngin, and I like them both that way. Mommy. <laughs> <So. laughs> Hey, yeah. She's mommy. Now, I, I like me a youngin. Eh, no, I like me an old nigga too. Just <laughs> that. well, the last time we talked, I had I was pages away from finishing it. As of today, he she is done. Okay, and going through the editing process, and she will be ready. She will be ready very soon but you said you wanted more solo and divine don't think that you ain't gonna get snippets from them in the future oh you, you just might in some other work so we just gonna keep that there and just say that mm-hmm. you might get pieces you might not get a full you don't get a full story but you don't, you don't get a little bit you get yeah, you'll get some cameos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I'm excited. <laughs> hey, I wish you could see her face. She's sitting there thinking, like, wait a minute. What's going to happen? 
<laughs> I can do. I love a good character update on my favorite people. Like, I don't mind that. Just like, I'm gonna have to sign up for your email list if y'all have that. Because if it's like an exclusive, I need to be a part of that. I can't miss that. Yeah, I have one. Um, it's at authormonicawalters.com. Okay. I'm gonna have to. I don't have mine updated yet. I'm working on my site. So stay tuned. She's working on her site. So the Tiki site will be coming. I'm still progressively working on it. So the updates on our upcoming work individually and together will definitely be out there for the world. Well, I can't wait. I'm gonna be stalking y'all because Monica, I am part of your readers group on <laughs> Facebook. You are? I am. Yeah. So I know. Yeah, I'm a part of it. I know tomorrow you're going to be doing your book discussion. Girl, I'm going to be in them comments. Like, I ain't talked to you today. <laughs> I'm going to be in them yes. comments. Yes. Yes. I see that. T, I ought to call you so you could be in it. Oh, you need to because you know I love what you do. So, of course, I'm down. Yeah. I'm always down. If they have questions about Divine, you can answer them. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh, is it gonna be video or what is? How is that gonna work? Um, I'm just going live in my Facebook group, okay. so I'll have, I'll have to. I always read the questions out loud, like I'm not reading it. You know, I say, oh, and I'll read the question and then I answer it. So you'll know. Oh, that would be yeah. so cool, dude. Yeah. Like, is it just on this this series or is this just a general Monica Walters? No, this is this is a discussion about solo and divine. Oh, oh, I would be so down. What time is it? Seven. Seven. Okay, yeah. I would be so down with that. Okay, that would be awesome. Like I, I don't do Facebook, so yeah, I would be cool with it if you called me and I got to answer questions. You know, I'm not very big on public speaking, but I'm down for the people who love what I did. Why not? I love, I love your voice. Say she's not down for public speaking, but she talks more than I do. <laughs> I love your voice. Thank you so much because I'm always the one like, no, I don't want to talk. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I love it. And I'll be looking for you too. Uh, no. We got to get you active. Yes, you can't I'm have any spiders and be ghosts. You can be having that. <laughs> right. So you I'm need down. To get I'm down to get on with you. You call me, put me on the live. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be a nope. part of that tomorrow. I seen it but. yesterday or today. You post that. Oh, you want to post it? It's like, mm-hmm. y'all ready to talk about fine ass Solomon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let me just, can I just put this out here for the people who would listen, who have read the book? We hear you. We know everybody is wondering about Bryce and Sheena and Watt and Gia. We hear you. We definitely hear you. We 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 five steps ahead of the game. Just keep that in mind. Are those fan favorites? Yeah, Bryce and um, Watt were Solomon's friends. Um, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The when they came over, we're we gonna hear. Yeah, they want to know, Can we? are we going to hear more from Bryce and Wyatt and Sheena and Gia, which were Divine's cousins? Yeah. And, you know, Bryce was feeling Sheena, you know, at the party. They just high-banging each other. <laughs> Let me 
just tell you, that was another favorite part of mine. Because I love the fact that Sheena is everything. I love the fact that she was like, nah, I'm just going to make her watch me for a little longer. I was like, girl, you better go ahead. Oh, she got bad bitch vibes. And he was a type He was a type that just wanted to get to it, but he was cool with just watching her, which was unusual yeah. for him. So I can't wait to get into their story. Oh, and I'm excited. Because side characters, they always like the best ones. You only give them like little mm-hmm. snippets, like side characters. Like you don't mention them like only like yeah. a little bit, but then it's kind of like, well, I want to know more from them. Right, mm-hmm. right. And that is what I've been getting in some reviews. Like, yeah. I can't wait to see. Like, yeah. look, got you. We mm-hmm. got you, trust me. <laughs> well, I love that. Well, thanks again, ladies, for even rescheduling this. Y'all are bomb. I love y'all. Oh, love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm going to be in your Facebook, Instagram comments when all the newness drops. (laughs) I'm going to be in there. All right. I'll be seeing you on my Instagram. I'll be seeing you. Yeah, girl. I'll be seeing you on my Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to be stalking y'all, especially when I fall in love with a new bag. I'm going to be like, see? If things don't work out with my man, that's y'all fault. I'm letting you know right now, that's y'all fault. <laughs> I don't know if I want that response. All right, you ladies have a good night. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you.